We are live. Welcome to the 2023 JP Graphics District 9 Basketball Awards number two. This is the second award show that we are doing in the JP Graphics era. So happy that everyone who's tuning in will be joining us. Uh, let's get to it. We'll see if this intro plays. I don't know how well it will play just because of how big the file is, but We'll try it. Let's see how it is. I think if you follow the JP Graphics page, you definitely know what video this is, but let's try it out.
All right, that was our 2023 intro. Definitely a lot better than what we had last season. I don't even think we really had a big intro last season. But anyways, thanks for everyone who submitted highlights for that video that I made for everyone for our intro. I guess let's get this show started off. We got uh, one of our guests. I know we're kind of going to be lacking a lot of guests tonight just because I know the weather has been a bigger issue with some of our friends out west but nonetheless let's get our first guest on and our first award announcer we're going to bring in peyton johnson from union what's going on peyton nothing much how are you oh i'm doing good how's the weather where you're at uh it's decent right now it was pretty bad yeah a lot of my guests that i wanted to have on definitely didn't have any power and Kind of, kind of threw me off because now I don't really have a co-host at all because my co-hosts <laughs> both had some technical difficulties. But you're like one of the few people that are still have power and able to join the show. But thanks for hopping on. I do got an award for you. The first one we got is the Sharpshooter Award. Shout out to shout out for you for getting that. How how do you feel about that? Feels pretty good. Feels really good actually. Shooting the ball pretty well this year, so. Yeah, from the um, the couple games that I saw this year, you definitely had a lot, a lot of good shots, whatever. You know, I kept up with you guys throughout this year, and Union was a big story this year. You guys had a really good second half of the season, and a lot of people kind of, like, underlooked Union going into the playoffs, especially being a sixth seed, and I don't think a lot of people expected you guys to be in the District 9 Championship game this year. Yeah, we played with the underdog mentality the whole playoffs. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty awesome story seeing you guys there. And then, you know, you beat the beat the three seed, beat the two seed, and then ultimately come super close to getting that District 9 championship, just, you know, just a couple eight minutes away from getting there, unfortunately. And But nonetheless, though, that was a pretty awesome game that you guys had, and you even got a state playoff game. Yeah, first time in a long time. And so how, how would you, like, summarize your whole season that you had? Uh, we pretty good we started off hot we started off real hot and then we hit that cold stretch coming off christmas break and then we turned it on in the playoffs again and made that run do you feel uh do you have like a favorite memory from this season because i know there's definitely a lot of them i would assume uh the bus ride home after beating dcc yeah, that's not, that was a pretty good game. Do you have a do you have a favorite game that you had? I know there was the upset win against Clarion, beating them the third. Like that was the third time you guys played them this this that yeah, that, that year. Um, that's probably the favorite game of the year. And even the state playoff game. What was that? What was the state playoff game like for you guys? Oh, it was packed in there. It was a crazy atmosphere. First time in like forty nine years, I think. So, yeah, was that game in Union? I believe. Yeah. Or- that was pretty awesome getting a home state playoff game this year too. I'd say, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, thanks for uh, thanks for hopping on, though, dude. I'm glad. That, oh, actually, no. Wait, 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 wait. Well, uh, since we're kind of lacking guests and stuff, I guess I'll kind of I'm going to go out of order a little bit here. There's also a uh, second award that kind of goes with you and one of your friends, but we have where's it at? You also got the best player intro award this year, you and your boy Trent. So uh, I don't know, kind of give us a little backstory about the player intro thing. How how that all come together? We were at the Brookville tournament and we were hurrying to figure out a 
intro, and then we just decided on that and stuck with it all year. Did anyone else? Did you? Did anyone else kind of like change it up throughout the year? Did you guys all kind of like just stick? Once you started there, you just stuck with it all year. Or? I think we pretty much all stuck with the same ones throughout the year. <laughs> you guys are just built like that. Yeah. Do you have any? Uh, you know, is there any like superstitions behind any of that stuff, or do you just kind of? Uh, not really. Not that I know of. I don't have one, but. Yeah. Well. I thought that was pretty cool seeing that. I do remember seeing, like, obviously I saw it in that picture from the Brookville tournament that I did see you guys do it again there in the championship game that was I, I that was at. But that was probably – it was definitely one of my top favorites seeing. I know a lot of you guys got really creative, like, throughout everyone in District 9, and that was pretty cool pretty cool and unique to see. And congrats on that. Congrats on that. Thank you. You want to give any shout-outs to anyone out there that's watching? Oh, I don't know who's who's all watching. I don't know. Shout out to my dad and my mom for always supporting me through everything. All right. Well, thanks, Peyton. And are you in the YMCA game tomorrow? I am. All right. Well, I will catch I will catch you tomorrow over in Clarion. And good luck in that game. Thank you. Thanks for hopping on. Yep. All right. That was Peyton Johnson from Johnston from Union, uh, our sharpshooter for award for the girls. She could not make the show last second, unfortunately, but let's get that out there. We got our girls sharpshooter award, Quinn White from Red Bank Valley. She definitely had a really good season as a freshman. I think that was a from the games that I saw with Red Bank, she definitely could shoot the three ball really well, and I think that Red Bank did a really good job to get her that award. She was also going against some other really good three-pointers in Riley Ryan from Clearfield, Catherine Kelly from Monata, and Lucy Clown from ECC. I guess I'm also kind of getting ahead of myself, too. I should say that Peyton Johnston won the award over Cameron County's Josh Smith, Jordan Lasco from Elk County Catholic, Austin and Austin Cousins from Otto Eldred. So those are our two sharpshooter awards. We got Quinn White from Red Bank on the girls' side and Peyton Johnston from the boys' side. Moving on to our best sixth award. Both of our uh, best six could not make the show, but I did get I did get some quotes from those from them. And our best sixth on the boys' side is Brookville's Isaac Hetrick. Isaac could not make the show, but I am going to read a quote that I got from him, if I can find it here. I asked him a couple questions. I asked him how he thought the season went, favorite memory from the year, and if he wanted to give any shout-outs. So Isaac responded, I thought the season went well, but as a team, we definitely wanted to go deeper in states. My favorite memory was when Clayton hit the buzzer beater shot. Shout out to the Brookville student section. So Isaac Hetrick is our best sixth on the boys' side. He got that award over Dubois' Adam West, Shane Peters from Carn City, and Merrick Hoyt from Dubois Central Catholic. On the girls' side, our four finalists were Addie Bond from Red Bank Valley, Sophia Flieger from Monotaw, 
Kiri Emmert from Elk County Catholic, and Kate Reinhardt from Otto Eldred. And the voters definitely spoke what they thought, and the winning vote is Kate Reinhardt from Otto Eldred. Like I said, she could not make the show, but I did get a quote. I asked her this kind of the same questions. I kind of asked all the people that couldn't make the show, like how they thought the season went, favorite memory from the year, and any shout-outs they wanted to give. So the quote I got from Kate was, I thought we had a pretty good season. We definitely kicked it, it into gear at the end of the year, and I'm going to miss the seniors. They were a big part of our team, and I'm going to miss them next year. My favorite memory was winning the District 9 championship. It was the best feeling in the world, and I did it with some of my best friends. I also wanted to give a shout-out to our coach, Sean Gray, for helping us be good basketball players along with good people overall. Also, our assistant coach, Mike Miller, always made sure we were aware of games and practices this season. I appreciate the team I had this year to help me become more become a more confident player. So that was from Kate Reinhardt. Shout out, Kate, for being our best sixth. So to recap that, our best sixth on the boys' side was Isaac Hetrick from Brookville and Kate Reinhardt from Otto Eldred. Now we'll move on to our best strip award. That is both of our play, both of our guests could not make that show, make this show, unfortunately. But and I also never got a quote for them, so we'll kind of just give them a quick shout out here. Uh, where are we at? On the boys' side, our finalists were Michael Rupp, Sheen Tom Thomas from Otto Eldred, Connor Marshall from Brookville. Dawson Smale from Clarion, uh, Michael Rupps from Carn City, if anyone didn't know. But all in all, the voters spoke, and our best drip for the boys, Michael Rupp from Carn City. Shout out Michael Rupp. Definitely has pretty awesome shoes, I'd say, especially in that picture. And I think a lot of the quotes and stuff from people were saying he really puts out puts a pretty good outfit together, and I think that the voters definitely had a right choice on that one. So shout out Micah on the girls side for the best trip. We had Addie Bond from Red Bank, Sophia Flieger from Monotaw, Kiri Emmert from Elk County Catholic, and Kate Prinehart from Otto Eldred. So out of those four, we out of those four we got the best trip for the girls was Sophia Flieger from Monotaw. She I could not I did not get a quote from her unfortunately. So shout out to Monotaw and Sophia Flieger. Thanks for voting everyone on that one. I'm sure I'm sure she'll share that and get a quote we can get a quote from that at some point here later. But those are our best trip awards for the boys and girls. The next one that we have we're going to move on to the best handles award. So we'll start off with the boys side. We got our finalists are Connor Marshall from Brookville, Camden Allison from Cameron County, Tate Bailey from Carn City, and Cam Thompson from Dubois. And out of the four, the best 
our best handles winner, Brookville's Connor Marshall. Shout out, Connor. I did get a quote from Connor. Let's see where, let's, let me get that pulled up here for everyone. So I asked Connor, how long have you been practicing ball handling to be voted into this award? How you thought the season went? Favorite memory from this season and any shout outs you wanted to give? So Connor responded to me, I've been doing ball handling seriously for about five years now. I felt like our season was good, but we didn't want it to end how it did, but it was a good overall. Favorite memory was Clayton's buzzer beater. Shout out to my teammates, coaches, and fans. So that was our that was our quote from Connor Marshall. Uh, let's see where where we at. And shout out to Connor for that getting that award. Definitely a lot of there was a lot of uh, good options that we had here. It was definitely tough for if I was picking it would have been tough for me. But our uh, Brookville fans definitely put in a good word to get Connor the votes that he needed. Uh, the next one we have on the girls' side, the finalists were Danielle Gribble from Punxsutawney, Addie Bond from Red Bank Valley, Sammy Straub from Elk County Catholic, and Lexi Cole from Clarion Limestone. Those were the four finalist on the girls side for best handles and i think a lot of ever think a lot of people know who the winner might be i know the this school definitely got a lot of votes in Addie bond from red bank valley is our best handles winner for the girls side i think if you if everyone went i think it was the it was the uh, ksac championship game that she put on a nice little show for everyone to show her skills against Monotaw towards the end of the game. But I think Addie had a really good season there for Red Bank Valley. Uh, it was really cool to watch her play this season. And I think she has a lot of a lot of potential moving forward. I, uh, she should be, I don't know if she'll be on the show here later or not. I did not get a quote, but if she gets, if she hops on here later, I will definitely get her a, uh, quick little interview with everyone. So we'll move on to the next one we had. Uh, on, I already kind of told everyone what this one was. We already said it was the best player intro for the boys' side, which was Peyton Johnston and Trent Fleming. The other finalist we had in that award was Merrick Hoyt and Andrew Green from Dubois Central Catholic. Michael Rupp from Carn City and Jake Narby and Brevin Lewis from Cameron County. So those were our those were our four finalists that we had for there. And ultimately Peyton and Trent won that award. On the girls' side, though, I think that was probably one of the one of the tougher ones to vote for. There were definitely a lot of really good player intros on the girls' side. Uh, the finalist on the girls' side we had was Marley Klein and Emily Trouss from Clarion, Miley Harmon, Riley Evans from Red Bank, Alexis Pfeiffer from Dubois, and Kendall Sankey from Monotaw. Those were our finalists for the girls. And 
I think this one was probably one of the most creative ones that we had. And I think this was a very big, well-deserved winner that we got for this one. Alexis Pfeiffer is our best player intro award winner on the girl side. I remember seeing that a couple times this year in the few games that I went to. And that was a pretty, that was pretty cool. So I think that was, like I said, that was very well-deserved award for them. It was also really tough to beat the other ones that I, like I listed, like I know Miley and Riley had a, had a really good one that they had. And, you know, obviously Kendall, like all, all the finalists that we had were all really good finalists we had, but ultimately Alexis Pfeiffer, you are our best player intro winner on the girls side. So Alexis Pfeiffer on the girls and Trent Fleming on the boys side. Oops, let me get that out of the way. Moving on from the player intro award, we'll move on to the next one. The next one I have is the best individual game from the boys' side. Uh, there were a lot of a lot of really good games from everyone that was that was here. Uh, the four finalists we had was. Aiden Hartle from North Clarion, Owen Klaus from Red Bank Valley, Quinn Gavazzi from St. Mary's, and Clayton Cook from Brookville. Now, I guess I should probably read the stats that we have before I just list the names here. So let me pull up the let me pull up the stats that I had. Uh, where's that? All right, there we go. Best individual game on the boys' side. So Aiden Hartle had 36 points against Cranberry. Red Bank, uh, Owen Klaus from Red Bank had 31 points versus AC Valley. Quinn Gavazzi had 30 points from against Brockway. And Clayton Cook had a 27-point, 11-rebound game against Oil City back in early in the season, I believe. Let me see if I can find the dates on that. Yeah, back on 12-7-2022. So out of those four finals that we had, we have another Red Bank winner in... Where's it at? Where's it at? I'm sorry, I have way too many of these on here. Owen Klaus. Owen Klaus is our best individual game winner with his 31 points against AC Valley. Now, keep in mind also that Aiden Harder and Owen Klaus both had 30-point nights on the same day, believe it or not. So that was a pretty cool accomplishment. And ultimately, the Red Bank Valley crowd definitely got their votes in, and Owen is our winner on that side on the girls side the best individual game finalists are natalie bowser from keystone she had a one she had a game where she got her 1000th point and her 1003 bound in the same night chloe presloid from punxsutawney had 36 points against bradford 
Miley Harmon had 37 points versus Franklin. And Katie Sheeler from Otto Eldred had 30 points, and she also broke the Otto Eldred all-time scoring record in that same night. So those were our four finalists, and the ultimate winner in this one was Keystone's Natalie Bowser. Shout out, Natalie Bowser. You definitely don't get nights where you get your 1,000 point and 1,000 rebound in the same night. So I think that was a really good award that she won here. I did get a quote from her. I kind of asked her about, talk about the game that she had, about the 1K game, how she let the season win, favorite memory, and any shout-outs you wanted to give. So the quote I got from Natalie, the game was honestly amazing. This game meant the absolute world and was was an incredible experience. I don't know if you know this, but my mom passed away from cancer in 2018. So to score my 1,000 points and getting my 1,000 rebounds on senior night meant so so much more to much more to me because that's a night your parents supposed to be there for you the most. It was honestly was one of the best memories of my life. I think our season went pretty well. We had our ups and downs, but we made it to the playoffs, which was one of our goals for the year. My favorite memory was being able to celebrate my 1,000 point and rebounds with my teammates and having them a part of that memory forever. I just wanted to give my family a shout out. They have supported me through everything. I would like to say thank you to all my teammates and coaches that I've had over the years. Lastly, I'd like to thank my dad for taking the challenge of being a single parent and also my mom for looking after me every day. Shout out to Natalie Bowser. Well-deserved award. Again, that's our best individual game for the girls. Best individual game for the boys was Owen Klaus from Red Bank. Next one we'll get into is our block party award. I brought this back from... Last year, I think I don't remember who won last year. I think Clayton Cook was our winner last year. I, I could be I could be wrong on that one, but I do have this year's Block Party Award winner, and it is Adam Straub from Elk County Catholic. So speaking of that, I actually have Adam on in the backstage right now. He will join us. What's going on, Adam? Not much. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good, doing good. Uh, how's the weather up in your area? It's better now. I heard it was a little rough, so I was in a track meet, so I wasn't there to experience. So, okay, where where did you track meet at? Altoona. Oh, okay. Gotcha. How'd you do in that? Okay, it got rainy at the end, so they had to cancel it. So, I got you. Um, yeah. So, congrats on winning our block party award winner. Uh, big de- that's like a big defensive award. So do you feel like you had a pretty good defensive season for Elk County? Uh, pretty good. Uh, could improve a little bit better on some teams, but yeah. Okay. Uh, how, how do you feel the season went? I know you guys got a, you won the AML championship this year. You won the district nine championship this year. Um, we could have did a little better. I think we had a better chance to beat Carlington than what we showed. But that happens sometimes. So, but overall, the season was pretty good. Always nice to win a couple championships along the way. 
And do you have a favorite one out of those? I, I know the both games were kind of, I'd say, dramatic for you guys. I mean, you have an overtime game against Ridgeway in the AML game, and then you have that big comeback game against Union in the championship game. But is there one that kind of just sticks out to you? Uh, I think Will hitting that shot was against Ridgeway because they're always a tough team to beat. So that was really memorable for and uh, talk a little bit about the D9 championship game. You guys were trailing to Union, who's a sixth seed in that game, and then you guys go on a 26-2 run to finish out the game. Well, um, we started off, our defense was a little poor in the beginning. Uh, they made, I think they're like 85% from the field in the first half or quarter. So if we... Uh, we believed in our defense, so we came back in the second half and just played our basketball, and luckily pulled it out. Yeah, and uh, you know, being a senior this year too, like how big was that to finish off your senior year with both an AML championship and a D nine championship? Uh, it's always big for anybody to win a championship, especially districts. Um, it's a great way to go out. So. Yeah, definitely a really good season for the Crusaders. Um, do you have any future plans of playing anywhere or for either whether it's basketball, track? Uh, I'm going to play basketball at St. Saint, at Saint Vincent's, so that's... Okay. Well, good, definitely good luck with that moving forward. Yeah, congrats on the Block Party Award. I know this is a big award that... This is the second consecutive year that I've had the Block Party yep. Awards. So shout out on winning that award, and thanks for hopping on for a couple minutes. Thank you. Yep, no problem. I'll catch you. Or you'll be at the AM, uh, YMCA game tomorrow, right? Yep, go Team Hartle. All right, I'll, uh, I'll see you there. All right. Have a good night. You too. All right, that was Adam Straub, who was our Block Party winner. He won that award over Tyson Kennis from... Dubois, Dawson Camper from Union, and Clayton Cook, who was our defending block party winner from Brookville. So shout out Adam. On the girls' side, our four finalists were Emily Maurer from Elk County Catholic, Kaylee Walker from Clearfield, Faith Jacob from Dubois Central Catholic, and... Bree Heller from Otto Eldred. And the winner of this award, a really familiar team, I'd say, but our block party award for the girls is Emily Maurer from Elk County Catholic. Now I do have, Emily is should be able to join the show. I'm just going to try to figure out this link that we have here. I guess it's not letting some of our guests join. So let, let me get that figured out here for everyone. Let's see if we can get her on the show. I guess it's the same thing with Addy. Addy's saying that link isn't working either. So we might have two guests for you here. Appreciate everyone's patience here as I try to get this link figured out.
Well, hopefully that works. But just to recap again, our block party winner on the girls is Emily Maurer. Uh, on the boys' side was Adam Strop. We'll give it a couple minutes, and I'll try to get some other of the guests that we have on here. Well, while we wait for that, we'll uh, we'll kind of jump around here. Let's move on to our Dynamic Duo Award. This is another award that we had last season that I brought back. We'll start off with the boys' side. On the boys' side, we had Owen Klaus and Mason Klaus from Red Bank Valley, Mike Rupp, Tate Bailey from Carn City, Peyton Johnston, Xander Laughlin from Union, and Clayton Cook and Connor Marshall from Brookville. On that side, and the winner for that award, the boys' side, Brookville's Clayton Cook and Connor Marshall. Another Brookville award winner. Uh, Connor, like I said, Connor, like you saw, obviously Connor can't make the show, but I did get a quote from him about that award let me pull up the quote that he had connor said me and clayton have been playing together for a long time so playing with him is just second nature and our games really complement really complement each other which makes us good and we are very close off the court which makes us even better on the court so i definitely think that's a good good duo that you have there i mean it's really hard like i said all of these other uh, voters that we had, finalists that we had, Owen and Mason from Red Bank, Micah and Tate from Carn City, like all really good choices. And I think our Brookville voters definitely got Clayton and Connor the votes that they need to win that one. So that's our dynamic duo award for the boys' side. Still not sure if the link is working oh, for this, for the other two. We'll move on to the next one. We'll, we'll just get, we'll just keep going as we'll just keep the show flowing. Uh, the next one we'll announce. I have our bench player of the year award on the boys side. The finalists were... Maddox Boffman from Cameron County, Chris Sarvey from Clarion Limestone, Timmy Brannick from Elk County Catholic, and Max Smith from Dubois. And our bench player on the boys' side, none other than Mr. Chris Sarvey from Clarion Limestone. There was a lot of votes for Chris. I know. I think he had probably over 60, 65% of the votes. Uh, Chris was going to hop onto the show with us, but he was, he was one of the victims we had of the power outages out West. So Chris, if you're watching, shout out for winning this award. Well-deserved. 
definitely got a lot of votes. Uh, I can actually pull up the, the votes right here. Let's see what percentage he actually had. So I know he had a he had a lot of votes on his side for this award. Uh, Chris had. Where's that? Yeah, he had about. Okay, I was I wasn't that close. It was about fifty six percent of the votes, but either way, he got a lot of votes from out of that. So definitely a well deserved award for Chris and Clarion Limestone. On the girls' side, the four finalists we had for Bench Player of the Year was Riley Evans from Red Bank Valley, Shelly Anderson from Dubois, Rosa DePrater from St. Mary's, and Sydney Bayless from Monotaw. And I actually have our bench player with us. Our winner is Riley Evans from Red Bank Valley. Joining us on the show is... Riley Evans, what's going on? Nothing, what's up? Oh, not much. Just trying to host the show by myself since my co-hosts don't have power or anything. But, you know, just trying to get through this. Uh, I all the I didn't. I kind of wanted to push the show to tomorrow, but all the fans wanted to see it tonight. So we're just going to run it tonight because this whole show is basically run by people like you and your friends and everyone who kind of follows and supports this page. But shout out for winning this award. What's uh, How do you feel the season went? Oh, our season, I think it went really good. It was yeah, like uh, what'd you say? It was a dream season for us. Okay. Yeah, do you have a do you have a favorite memory from this season? My favorite memory is definitely when Olivia scored her thousand points against him. Okay. Yeah, and uh did um were there any accomplishments and stuff that you felt like you helped with this season? I definitely think I stepped up and like helped the girls individually. Like if someone was coming off the court having a bad game, I'd like go to them and I'd be like, "Hey, you just you're doing good. Like keep your head up." Okay, yeah, and, uh, yeah, and uh, being your senior year too, uh, you got to experience got the KSAC championship this year. You got the D nine championship this year. Uh, only one regular season loss. So I, Red Bank wasn't really used to losing this year. Like how how do you feel about that being your senior year that you get to kind of have a season that you did? Uh, I think it's pretty good. Definitely wanted more in the end of the season, but we got one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is there a, I know you had a favorite moment, but is there like a favorite game in like in particular that you played in that you thought was pretty awesome this year? Definitely the district nine championship against Monitor. Yeah. Yeah, that was a pretty good game. Uh, yeah, you got to play Monitor four times this year. How 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 was that? How was that playing a team for the fourth time? It's definitely nerve wracking because we know how they play and they know how we play. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, congrats on winning this award. Uh, do you have any shout outs that you want to give to anyone that's watching right now? Um, I want to shout out my mom and my aunt because they're both watching right now, and then I know Miley's watching because she's. Probably going to be on here at some point. Yeah, I would say so. And uh, yeah, like I say, congrats on winning this award. This was the first first award I had for bench player of the year. I didn't have this last year, but your Red Bank fans really did a good job at voting you, and you definitely had definitely had a lot of votes out of here. I think I have thirty nine point seven percent of the votes were for Riley Evans. So 
Red Bank helped you out with this award. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks for hopping on, Riley, and good luck with your future. Thank you. Yep. That was our bench player of the year for the girls, Riley Evans. Our bench player of the year for the boys was Chris Sarvey from Clarion Limestone. Uh, we'll move on to the next one. We got. We'll move. We'll start getting into our freshman. We'll start getting into our class of the year. So we'll start off with the freshman of the year on the boys' side. Our freshman of the year for the boys finalists were Andrew Zapeda from Monotaw, Maddox Bennett from Dubois, Gerard Funk from Port Allegheny, and Brayson Patrick from Clearfield. One of the finalists that didn't really get voted in, but I know probably had a really big significance for the team, I'd say Braylon Wagner from Red Bank Valley. So I know he didn't make the finalists, but big shout out to Braylon on there. Uh, ultimately, our winner on this one, let me pull this up here. I got the graphic here. Freshman of the year was Dubois' Maddox Bennett is our boys freshman of the year. Maddox could not join the show but I did, uh, I did get a quote from him. So let me pull up the, the quote that I have. I asked him a couple questions. How do you think the year went? What was it like getting a lot of playing time as a freshman? Favorite memory this year and what we can look forward to next year. So what I got from Maddox was, I think it was very unfortunate our two seniors getting injured. So we had to go deeper in our, into our bench and our younger guys got more opportunities, including me, but we ended up winning, getting a big playoff win and took prep down to the final minutes. We made it to the final four. So we grew up and got a lot better and more great things to come on getting playing time as a freshman. His response was, it was a great experience. It was a lot of growing pains, but I experienced a lot of great things. Favorite memory from this year was winning my first playoff game. And another memory was scoring 26 in his first game on what we can look forward to next year. We will be way more experienced team and make a run for the league championship. And he wants to give out shout outs to August Franzen and Andrew Schaefer for being great leaders, even when they could not be on the floor. That's our freshman of the year winner. Maddox Bennett from Dubois. So shout out to Maddox Bennett. On the girls' side, we'll move on to the girls' side. Freshman of the year finalist, we had Mia Heisel from Clearfield, Addie Bond from Red Bank Valley, Marley Klein from Clarion, and Molly Hansloven from St. Mary's. Uh, our fourth, uh, I do have our winner on here, actually. Our winner is Clarion's Marley Klein. Marley Klein is on the show with us, actually, so let me get her added here. What's going on, Marley? What's up? 
So uh, big freshman of the year award. I, th- I guess this is kind of like the rookie of the year award, but you had a lot of, a lot of votes this sh- for this award from me. Like your uh, clarion friends did a really good job. You had 44.6% of the votes out of all the four finalists. That's a lot. Yeah. So how do you feel? Uh, how do you feel your season went? I think we did really good for as young as we all are. Um, we really made it a goal to play in Tippin this year, and we got to, so we thought that was really important. We knew we needed to challenge ourselves and practice because we are not a big team. I'm the tallest person as a freshman, and that's exactly what we did. We practiced every day when we didn't have games, and every once in a while we would have weekend practices, and I'm just really proud of our team all around. You know, how do you, how do you feel about getting a lot of playing time as a freshman? I know being a freshman, like sometimes you make a lot of freshmen are sometimes on the GV team and maybe get some varsity time, but I know you were definitely a big part of that this year. Like, what was that like playing in some of the bigger games, especially since you got to play in tip and like you said, one of the goals were in the beginning of the year, I didn't really get much and I knew I'd had to work hard for that. And when I got my spot, I still needed to work hard to keep it. And I had nerves in the beginning of the year, but when I went out there, I just knew I needed to play like one of the bigger girls and out jump everyone and just, I mean, playing as a freshman, it is nerve wracking, especially in tip But when we got out there, we just all played as a team, but it was really important to me playing as much as I did. So I'm prepared for my like sophomore year and then the years ahead. All right. So you feel like this year was definitely a big stepping stone into next season and the following seasons? Definitely. You think you guys will be a lot better next year, especially with a lot of a lot of the team coming back next year? Yeah, next year I think we're really going to make a big impact. We have no one leaving. Everyone's coming back. And nobody in the county, I think, ever expected our team to make it as far as we did. So we're really excited to get back into the gym and keep working to see what next season is going to be. All right. Uh, do you have a favorite memory this season? Like a um, certain game that kind of sticks out to you at all? Definitely when we beat Port Allegheny to go to the playoffs. That game was just super upbeat. Everyone was really excited. And when we won that game, it was just like it felt almost unreal because Clarion's never – we haven't done that in a while. And just having an opportunity to go as far as we did and go to the playoffs was just a really big deal for all of us. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, are there any uh, shout-outs you want to give on here while I got you on here? I definitely want to thank my parents and my coaches um, for pushing me to be the best I can be. And uh, all the other girls nominated for this award, I think we all each deserved it. And I think we um, definitely set a good competition for one another. Yeah, especially that uh, Addie Bond from Red Bank. I know you two will get, what, do you get two matchups a year? Yeah, we do. We play each other. Yeah, so that, that'll be cool. And it was, like I said, I think all the freshmen that we had were definitely well-deserving. And I think it'll be kind of cool to see – where you four will be at in three years whenever it's like we have our senior of the year award voting. So maybe we'll see all four of you back again. Maybe you again. We'll guess we'll see what happens. It will be exciting. It will be. So thank, thanks for hopping on. I know we've had a lot of weather issues with people out West, but appreciate you taking the time to be on here and congrats on the win on the award. Thank you. Yep. All right, that was Marley Klein from Clarion. She is our Freshman of the Year award winner for the girls' side. Again, our Freshman of the Year for the boys was Maddox Bennett from Dubois. Moving on to the Sophomore of the Year award. Our Sophomore 
finalists were Keelan Haynes from Brookville, Drew Keth from Keystone, Will Wortman from Elk County Catholic, and Landon Francis from Otto Eldred. And our winner for that one on the boys' side, we have Keelan Haynes from Brookville. He is our sophomore of the year on the boys' side. Keelan could not make the show, unfortunately, but I did get a quote from Keelan. First off, I would like to thank all my coaches, teammates, and family who have helped me improve along my basketball career. Even though where's that? Even though our season didn't end how we wanted it to, I feel that Brookville had an amazing season and we all grew as players. Being a sophomore, it was a lot of fun to be able to get a lot of minutes and to start on varsity toward the beginning of the season. I was very timid, but I started to find my groove and do what I could to help our team do the best they could do. One of my favorite memories from the past season was seeing coach park kiss Connor on the cheek after going off on him in the locker room next year. I'm looking forward to excelling as a player teammate and making a deeper playoff run. So that was Keelan Haynes from Brookville. He is our, Boys sophomore of the year. On the girls' side, I don't think our guest will I don't we're not gonna get our guest for this one, but our finalist on sophomore of the year was Sophie Babington from Clarion, Avery Powell from Punxsutawney, Ella Moses from Port Allegheny, and Hannah Glunt from Clearfield. And the finalists that we have, or the winner that we have on this one on the girls' side, got another Clarion player. Sophie Babington was our sophomore of the year on the girls' side. So shout out, Sophie. I believe I did get a quote from her, so let me find that one here, and I can read that off to everyone. So. I did not okay. I did not get a quote from Sophie. So I, I I can go back. We'll go back later here. I did get a quote from Sophia Flieger. So I kind of got the two Sof Sophia's kind of mixed up. Sophia, Sophie. But yeah, I did not get a quote from her. That's our sophomore player of the year. On the boys' side, we'll move our boys sophomore of the year was Keelan Haynes. We'll move on to our next one we have. Next one we have is the Junior of the Year Awards. The finalist that we had on that one was Devin Lauer from Clarion, Andrew Green from Dubois Central Catholic, Xander Laughlin from Union, and Jack Callen from Clarion Limestone. And our winner on that side was Andrew Green from Dubois Central Catholic. I believe Andrew's joining us here. I think, I don't know if I have him on here or not. 
he should be able to join us here. But Andrew Green's our junior of the year on the boys' side. All right, let's see. I think we got him on. All right. Yo. What's up, Andrew? What's up? So you're our uh, junior of the year award winner. Uh, I think you got, you got a lot of votes on this one, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah, you got 40% of the votes. 40% voted for you over the other three. So I think Dubois Central got us, uh, kept the streak alive, Got finally got a DCC award winner in here. So talk about your junior year a little bit. Uh, I think it was really exciting, actually. I know from like the transition from sophomore to junior year was actually pretty big. Because I still, I still like, got good minutes on sophomore year, but I put like a lot of work in to go into junior year, and I thought it was a really exciting season. Even though we didn't make it as much far as we could, I felt like it was really good though. Yeah, I thought you guys had a you guys had a pretty good season. I like I kind of jinxed you guys on two of your games. I went to see a game against Clearfield and you lost, and I got to see your auto game and you didn't get that one either. So I kind of <laughs> feel bad. I kind of feel bad that I kind of jinxed you guys, but. It was cool being able to see you guys play this year. And like you said, unfortunately, you didn't make it as far as you would have liked, especially after making the championship last year. Mm -hmm. But do you feel like that's kind of like one of those, like, do you feel like this is kind of a growing season per se? I know you lost uh, Alex Schrock last year, who was a big part of the offense last year. So do you think that was kind of a factor this year? Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of guys stepped up too. So I think maybe like our chemistry wasn't as good as it, well, as it was last year, but I think it's getting better and next year definitely go farther yeah i thought uh do you have a favorite uh do you have a favorite memory from the season at all i'd say yeah we played st mary's and i like we were down by like nine i hit like three threes and we made it to, and i hit like the one three and you go into overtime so it's pretty cool yeah so big uh big season for you guys what 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 can we kind of expect from dcc next year i know we're you're gonna have a lot of players back and you're losing some guys like brain paisley next year but what what's uh what's the outlook for next season? Uh, hopefully, just put in a lot of work and make it to the D nine championship and even go to farther in states. But yeah. All right. Well, thanks for hopping on the show for a couple minutes here, Andrew. Yeah. I know uh, a lot of people I've been struggling to get now because of this weather. But has the weather cooperated for you where you're at? Yeah, it wasn't too bad actually. So it's good. Well, that's good. Well, appreciate you hopping on. Congrats on our Junior of the Year award. Still got a chance to get a couple more awards next year. Mm -hmm. thank you all right i'll uh, catch you later andrew and congrats on the award all right see ya thank you yep that was dubois central catholics andrew green who was our junior of the year winner on the boys side on the girls side our finalist on the girls was katherine kelly from monata izzy bond from red bank Danielle Gribble from Punxsutawney, and Kaylee Walker from Clearfield. Our winner on that one was Monata's Catherine Kelly. She was our 2023 Girls Junior of the Year. She could not make the show, but I did get a quote from her. Same questions I kind of asked everyone else, like how do you think the season went, favorite memory from the season, how do you feel about your senior season next year. So Catherine wrote, I think our season went really well. We worked very hard all season to get those postseason games. They didn't end how we wanted, but they are definitely motivating us for next year. My favorite memory is taking West Smoke into overtime with eight seconds left in regulation. 
I'm very excited for my senior season next year. I think we have a lot of potential, and I would like to go out with a bang for my last year playing for Monita as playing for Monita. I just wanted to thank my family, my teammates, and coaches for pushing me to keep working hard and being the best player I can be. So that was our quote from Catherine Kelly, who is our junior of the year on the girls' side. Again, our boys' junior of the year was Andrew Green from Dubois Central Catholic. We're going to do a quick backtrack here because, like I said, I kind of mixed up some names. I did get a quote from... Sophia Flieger, who was our winner for earlier. Where's that at? Sophia Flieger. She was our best drip winner. The quote that I got from Sophia, let me pull this up here just so everyone knows what we're talk, who we're talking about here. All right, so the quote I got from Sophia Flieger, I think we had a really awesome season. Our team is incredible, and we worked really well together. My favorite memory from this year was our state playoff game environment at home. We're the first Montauk girls team to host a home state game, and the gym was packed. It was a really cool experience. I think our team next year will be really solid. We have mainly the same girls returning, so I have high hopes for us. I just want to shout out my whole team because nothing I accomplished this year would have happened without them. So that was our, we're kind of backtracked. I got uh, Sophia Flieger Queet from Montauk. So this was an award I announced earlier with the best trip award, but I did get a quote from her. We'll get back to our class awards right now. We are in, where are we at? I believe we're in the senior of the year awards actually. So our seniors on the boys' side, four finalists was Camden Allison from Cameron County, Cole Miller from Clearfield, Clayton Cook from Brookville, and Luke Swisher from Dubois Central Catholic. And our senior of the year on the boys' side was Clearfield's Cole Miller. Shout out to Cole. And I actually have Mr. Cole Miller on the stream with us. What's up, Cole? What's up? What's going on? No, not much. How's how's the weather been for you? Uh, I mean, the power's been in and out, but I mean, we're good now, I think. So, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I, I've uh, I've been really struggling with the show today because I was really expecting some of my co-hosts to be here, but literally all mm -hmm. three of them had power issues, and a lot of these people that I wanted to have on had some power issues. So you're one of the few people that luckily was able to join the show. But senior of the year winner, you're back on the show again this year. Uh, what what award you win last year? I don't remember what. I think it was the three point shooter one. I think that okay, was the that, that one. So that probably that probably makes sense. I think this one carries a little <laughs> bit more weight here. Senior of the year. Uh, how do you feel your senior year went? Uh, I thought it went well. I thought our whole team. Like I think a a lot of the credit should go to the whole team. I mean, it wasn't just me. I mean, I'm glad that people you know selected me to be uh, part of you know for this award, but ultimately like i thought the season went you know great so I was, i'm just happy that you know i had the opportunity to have a senior season and you know uh, be able to play with my friends 
Yeah, you had a lot of uh, big accomplishments this year. I know I was I got to experience your record breaking year. So you got to finish off your season season as the leading scorer over at Clearfield. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was awesome. I mean it that's something I've worked towards like my whole life. So I mean to achieve that, I mean, it was just it was surreal. And I mean, that moment I had with my dad, I mean, I always that was just man definitely something I I don't think I'll ever experience again. So I'm happy that it happened. And I mean, you know, praise God, man. Uh, besides the record breaking night, was there any uh, game in particular that kind of stood out to you this year? That was one of your favorites. Absolutely. I'd say the district championship game. Uh, I really felt like our whole team was kind of clicking in that night. I mean, like everybody was having fun and I mean, the being the clarion gym, it was definitely one of my favorite games of the year. So yeah, definitely that. Yeah, you got to finish your career off undefeated in District 9 championship games this year. So how big is that, knowing that you never lost a District 9 championship game in your career at Clearfield? Well, I'll tell you, it's it's a lot. there's a lot of relief uh, involved in that, just because obviously uh, we have a nine-time a nine time streak going. So to go 4-0 in my high school career, I feel like, you know, I, I accomplished what I was supposed to do. And so I'm just... I was thankful that I was able to go four and zero for sure. Yeah, and uh, do you have any? Do you have any like future plans of playing anywhere else? Or I don't actually. I'm gonna be going to Slippery Rock, but I'll probably just play some rec ball there or something. You know, some pickup every yeah. once in a while. Yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing wrong with that. Uh, Absolutely. Be- being the being the uh, all-time leading scorer at Clearfield, a lot of kids definitely look up to you. I mean, you know, like some of the games I went to, there were definitely a lot of younger kids there. But what kind of advice would you give those kids that are, especially in the program at Clearfield there, like what could you tell them to maybe help them with their careers maybe be like you one day? Honestly, I'd just say stay in the gym and work hard. I mean, if, if you put your head down and, and you go to work and uh, you make the most of every opportunity you have, and you step outside your comfort zone and uh, just honestly, uh, like I said, make the most of every opportunity. I mean, you have a chance for success. And I mean, that comes along with, uh, I definitely didn't do it alone. I mean, being brought up in such a great program, Clearfield, uh, it, it definitely helped me a lot. And so, I mean, but if I had to give one piece of advice, it would just be to work hard and never give up no matter what anybody says, because ultimately you decide your destiny at the end of the day. Yeah, and I think Clearfield's going to be missing the number thirty-three out there next season. But I think they're in. I think Clearfield's in good hands with some of the players you have. I know one of the finalists we had for freshman of the year, Brayson Patrick, was a big part of the offense this year. And I know you, you like Luke's going to be back next year, and mm-hmm. you know like uh, Kai and Cam will be back next year. So you, they will be missing thirty-three. But I, like I said, I think they're going to be in good hands with the players and core that they have that got to play with you, especially the last couple of years. Absolutely. Yeah. So lastly, before I let you go, uh, any big shout outs you want to give family, friends, whatever. I'd like to give a shout out to my family, uh, all my coaches and my friends that have, uh, and all on all the people that voted for me too. I appreciate them. And JB, I want to thank you again for everything you've done, you know, hosting this award show and uh, taking pictures for everybody and all these teams, man. I mean, it, it means a lot more than you'll ever know. So I just want to thank you again. Well, I appreciate that. And I believe I'll be able to get at least one more game with you. You'll be at the YMCA game tomorrow in Clarion. I will be. 
All right, so we got we got one more game one more game together, I guess. Right. So Absolutely. I will. I'll catch you there tomorrow, and definitely, obviously, as always, I'll get a bunch of great pictures for you guys. So, <laughs> congrats on the award. Good luck with your future endeavors at Slippery Rock, and I will catch you tomorrow. All right, sounds good, JB. Thank you. Yep, no problem. That was Cole Miller from Clearfield, our senior of the year on the boys. On the girls' side, our senior of the year finalist were Olivia Huffman from Red Bank, Natalie Bowser from Keystone, Madison Rusnika from Dubois, and Izzy Catalone from St. Mary's. All four seniors were definitely well-deserving of this award, but who we got on here? Where's that? I lost it. There it is. Senior of the year, Olivia Huffman from Red Bank. She is our girls 2023 senior of the year. Well-deserved winner, I think. She had, a she had a lot of really good games this year that I got to see. Probably one of the best... Uh, bigs that were in district nine and thousand point score and i think i believe was just like top five or top six all time on red bank scoring i'm not 100 sure what the stat that i saw but over a thousand points in her career so shout out olivia huffman from red bank valley we'll move on to offensive player of the year We'll start off with the boys' side. Offensive player of the year finalist we had was Aiden Hartle from North Clarion, Jordan Heston from Clarion Limestone, Cole Miller from Clearfield, and Tyson Kennis from Dubois. And the voters voted, and the winner that we have for our offensive player of the year Aiden Hartle from North Clarion. Shout out to Aiden. Uh, I did get a quote for him, actually. Same thing that I asked everyone else. How do you feel the season went? Favorite memory from the season? What worked offensively to get the points you got? And any shout outs? So Aiden responded, For the team this season wasn't what we wanted it to be, but in spite of that, I'm grateful to have had the year I did. My favorite memory is scoring a thousand points in the packed gym full of fans and everyone going crazy. Offensively, I was able to create just about any shot I wanted and read what the defense was giving me. If they were face guard to me, it was more of an attack night and my points would come inside and on the drive where they would be sagging off a bit, I would shoot more jumpers and three balls. Shout out to shout out for my parents for the countless sacrifices and for all my coaches who molded me into the player I become. So shout out Aiden Hartle from North Clarion. There was a lot of really good choices that we had here, especially with Cole Miller, our senior of the year, Tyson Kennis from Dubois and Jordan Heston, all really good. But Aiden Hartle, a 1000 point scorer. I think the game I went to that I saw him early this year against Clarion, he had about 30 some points, I think like 31 or somewhere in that range, but Aiden Hartle is our offensive player of the year on the boys' side. 
Uh, we'll get. We'll come back to that one. Uh, we'll move on to our defensive player of the year for the boys. The finalists we had here were Noah Peterson from Brookville, Trey Fleming from Union, Rudy Williams from Dubois, and Jack Pete from Brookville. And the finalist we got from that. The final voting tally was Brookville's Jack Pete. He is our winner on there. Defensive player of the year on the boys' side. I did get a quote from Jack, actually. Let's see. Same questions that I've asked everyone else. He said, I think our defensive effort as a team this year was incredible. We wanted to play together as a unit, which led to success on offense. I think there were times where I had to guard some great players, and I did my best. Even if I got broken down, our help defense was always where it needed to be, and it was tough to play against that kind of defense. It really, It's really just a team effort. I thought we had a great season. It's not how we would have liked it to end, but it happens. We played some good teams and were pretty successful. We had a D9 championship game this year, which we did not get to play in last year, so I think the whole team enjoyed that. We were also back-to-back -back lead champions, so it was a successful season, and I'm proud of the team. I think we will be successful next year. We're losing Clayton, which is a big role to fill. There's a lot of young guys with potential that are coming up where we're going to be a team, but this group of guys have played together growing up chemistry is there and i'm really excited to see what next year's team can do favorite memory this year was the seat lasalle game uh everything about that game is memorable the energy fans the buzzer beater and the grin shout out to everyone who voted for me greatly appreciate it so jack peeps our defensive player of the year on the boys side We'll move back on to our, we'll flip the script a little bit here. We'll go to Offensive Player of the Year on the girls' side. We had our finalists were Chloe Presloyd from Punxsutawney, Miley Harmon from Red Bank Valley, Katie Sheeler from Otto Eldred, and Lucy Clown from Elk County Catholic. Our Offensive Player of the Year on the girls' side is... Red Bank's own Miley Harmon, and I actually have Miley on the show with me, so let me add her to the stream. What's going on, Miley? How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. How's uh, how's the weather down in Red Bank? Good. It's not too bad up here anymore. It was earlier. Yeah, I heard it was pretty rough down in that area, especially out west. Yeah, it was. Really windy, Oops. especially. Oops. So, uh, Offensive Player of the Year award for you this year. Uh I think you had a really good season this year. A lot of 30 point, 30 plus point games this year. Uh, almost broke a thousand points this year. But how yeah. do you feel your season went? Oh, it went good, especially for the team. We made it pretty far. Only had one loss before, like our last game, obviously, and it was just a great year for all of us. Yeah, is there a favorite game or game in particular that kind of stood out to you this year? Um, Otto's game was pretty exciting. I mean, obviously, KSAC and D9 championship games, but I'd say, like, regular season auto Eldred was pretty exciting. And so far, you're uh, undefeated in both KSAC championships and District 9 championships, so do you feel like that's going to 
kind of put some pressure on you moving forward the next couple years, or do you think that's just going to help your cause moving forward the next couple years? Um, kind of both. I mean, that's definitely going to be one of our goals the next two years is to especially just get there, but obviously win them. All right. And while I have you on too, I kind of skipped over this and I think I even have some comments asking about it, but the uh, dynamic duo award, you were one of the finalists with Olivia and the other finalists were Katie Sheeler and Anna Mary from Otto Eldred, Sammy Straub, Lucy Clone from ECC and Hannah Glutt and Kaylee Walker from Clearfield. But ultimately the fans voted that you and Olivia were our dynamic duo winners. So got two awards this year. You got you and Olivia. I know Olivia couldn't make it onto the show, but do you feel like you two are probably the best duo in district nine this year? Yeah, that's a lot of the reason why I get looks offensively, like pretty much because we just play a two player game and, you know, anything for us really works. So. Yeah, it's really a nice one-two punch. So you get the ball inside to her, and she's scoring points. And if that's not working, then she can just kick it out to you, and you get the threes or outside shots. So seeing seeing those you two together was obviously a really big problem for defenses there. I'm like, man, do we focus on covering down low? Or do we cover Miley? Like, what do we do there? So yeah. are you going to miss her a lot next year? Definitely. I mean, we formed a bond so quick my freshman year, so it'll definitely be a lot different without her. I would say that, too. And – um, any shout outs that you want to give on here before I let you go? Teammates and family for supporting me. All right. Well, thanks, Miley. Congrats on the two awards, the dynamic duo award and the offensive player of the year award. I think that carries a lot of weight, especially being one of the better offensive players this year, I'd say. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for hopping on Miley and good luck in the next couple seasons for you. Thank you. All right, that was Red Bank Valley's Miley Harmon. She is our Offensive Player of the Year on the girls' side. I believe we are on the Defensive Player of the Year side now. I think, yeah, that's where we're at. Defense. We'll go back. We'll hop back over to Defensive Player of the Year for the girls and the finalist we had were Sammy Straub from Elk County Catholic, Brooke Close from Otto Eldred, Kendall Sankey from Monata, and Elena Winters from Clearfield. And the winner that we had for Defensive Player of the Year on the girls' side, Brooke Close from Otto Eldred. Brooke is our defensive player of the year. I did get a quote from her. I asked her same questions that I've been asking everyone else. I think, uh, where's that? All right. Brooke says defense was definitely my favorite part of the game. I feel like I helped my team defensively, but I would not have been able to do what I did defensively without the four other girls on the court working just as hard. I could not be more proud of this team this season. We worked, we played for each other, and we never gave in. Shout out to the Lady Terrors and Coach Gray and Coach Miller. I have to say my favorite memory of the season was winning the D9 championship. It was so rewarding, not only as a senior, but also because of losing in that game the previous year. Brooke Close is our defensive player of the year. I think Brooke had a pretty good season for 
Red Bank Valley. Or not Red Bank, Otto Eldred, my bad. Otto Eldred. So Brooke is our often defense player for the girls. Defense player for the boys was Jack Pete. And we're starting to get into the final part of our show. So let me try to get our last couple guests here lined up. I think we'll we'll move on to before we announce those. We'll get to the some of the game games that we had this year. Uh, we'll start off with the comeback game of the year awards. So the comeback for the boys. The options on that one was the Carn City versus Dubois game on January tenth. Carn City was down three heading into the fourth, and they had a 23-point game in the fourth quarter. Uh, the Union versus DCC D9 semifinals game. Union was down 10 going into the fourth, and they had a three-point win to upset third seed, second seed at Dubois Central Catholic. The ECC Union D9 championship game. ECC was down nine in the third and had a 26 to two run in the fourth quarter. And the Cameron County versus Johnsonburg D9 quarterfinals game. Cameron County was down six with a minute left and they pulled off the win over Johnsonburg. And it kind of helped their season a little bit because I feel like they, they finished off with a 9-0 run in that game and they didn't win districts that year, but they did make a good little state run there. So the winner of that actually was the DCC versus Union D9 1A semifinals game. That was the comeback of the year comeback of the year on the boys side. I did get a quote from Union Xander Laughlin about the game. He said, the game was very energetic, especially the fourth quarter. We had the ECC student section cheering for us, so that got us going. Our playoff run was very good. It always feels good being an underdog and improving everyone wrong and going to the chip. My favorite memory this season is probably beating Clarion in the first round of the playoffs. That was Xander Laughlin's quote about that game. Oh, he, I think he can actually, he just DM'd and said he, so we actually might get, uh, might get Xander on here for a minute. So let's give that a couple seconds. Uh, while we wait for that, let's talk about the comeback uh, game of the year on the girls' side. The finalists we had were the Punxsutawney versus Hazleton game from December 30th. Punxsy was down 18 in the third. Punxsutawney versus St. Mary's D9 Championship. Punxsy was down 10 points going into the fourth. The Auto Eldred versus ECC District 9 Championship game. Auto Eldred was down 11 at halftime. And the Carn City versus Monotaw game on February 12th. Carn City was down three in the fourth and one by five. Those were the four finalists. The game everyone voted for 
on the girls was the Punxsutawney versus St. Mary's D9 4A championship for the girls. Uh, I was going to have Chloe on the show, actually, but she has, she lost power. She was a victim of our power lossage group. So she was going to come on. I was going to have her come on and talk about that game a little bit. But nonetheless, comeback of the year for the girls was the D9 championship game. Game of the year. We'll talk about these a little bit. Uh, on the boys' side, the four finalists was the Brookville versus Seton LaSalle PIAA first round game, Elk County versus Ridgeway AML championship game that was went to overtime, and Will Wartman got a layup at the buzzer in overtime to win that game. The Dubois ECC game, that was the first matchup that Cam Thompson hit a three-pointer to win that game. And the Carn City versus Clarion Limestone KSAC championship game. So there was definitely a lot more games, too, that I remember stuck out. There was the Cameron County Punxsutawney game that went to three overtimes, I believe. Um, obviously, you could probably put all of those comeback games of the year on there as game of the year finalists, but... I think this was this was a it wasn't unanimous, but it was super close to. But the game of the year was the Brookville versus Seton LaSalle PIAA Class 3A first round game. Clayton Cooks buzzer beater three in overtime to win the game. I think I, I even talked about it on the show with D9 in between the lines earlier. Like I don't think anything's beating that game. That was probably, like, I might be biased for being there and hit them being biased for being from Brookville, but all the votes said that that was probably the, that was the game of the year. So shout out to Brookville for giving us that memory this year. The game of the year on the girls' side, the finalists we had were Red Bank Valley versus Otto Eldred, which was that uh, game in January that Miley was just talking about. Auto Eldred versus ECC in the championship game. The DCC versus Williamsburg second round game in PIAA. And the Punxsutawney versus St. Mary's championship game. And ultimately the game that everyone thought was the game of the year on the girls' side and that I thought was the game of the year on the girls' side. The Red Bank Valley versus Auto Eldred game in January. I mean, that game... That game lived up to the hype the whole way around. You had lead had a bigger lead by Red Bank. Auto comes back. Auto gets the lead. Red Bank gets the lead again. And you have like like as you see on this picture, you had two of the best players on the girls' side going head to head. And I think if you go back and watch that game, it's just uh, it's a really good game that I think that a lot of people missed out if they did not make it there. So shout out to both Red Bank and Auto Eldred for being a part of the game of the year. I think you can even ask Chris Rossetti from YDL Sports Network. Like he thought that was probably one of the better games this year too from the girls' side. So I think that was a good choice that everyone picked. So shout out to both those teams again. Moving on to the team of the year. On the boys' side, the four finalists were Brookville, Otto Eldred, ECC, and Clarion Limestone. 
I think Otto Eldred kind of got snubbed with that one, but ultimately Brookville is our team of the year on the boys' side. So Brookville did a really good job at voting for their team on the, for team of the year. And on the girls' side, the finalist for team of the year was Red Bank Valley, Punxsutawney, Monotaw, and Elk County Catholic. And the team of the year on the girls' side, as voted by the fans, the Red Bank Valley Lady Bulldogs. They were the girls' team of the year. So I think that's that's a lot of our regular awards. Actually, we got we got our we got our guest on. He got it figured out. What's up, Xander? Uh, nothing much. How are you, Ben? Oh, I've been good. Is the weather doing good down in Rymersburg or? Oh uh, yeah, that? I've been gone. Had an AU uh, thing today, so we've been gone down in uh, McKeesport, Lake Monroeville area. So okay. Yeah, gotcha. we just got back and the power was on. So, well, that's good. There's, we've lost uh, we've lost a lot of victims on the way down there, unfortunately. But I'm glad you could hop on. Uh, I know your boy uh, Peyton Johnston won a couple awards. Uh, you're a part of the awards, not an individual award for yourself, but you as a, basically as a team award. Yeah. I'd say with that, uh, I don't know. Kind of just talk about that uh, the playoff run that you guys had. Uh, it was a good playoff run we had. We, uh... We were underdogs going into the whole thing as a so we just went through and just played our game. Do you have a do you have a favorite game from this year? I know there was a lot of close games you had, especially uh, even in the playoffs. Favorite game probably would have been the Titusville game. That was a, I mean it it was like a close game throughout, but I had a good game myself, and so we all we all played good that game. Yeah, and, uh, your uh, your coach was even one of the nominees for the coach of the year too. I think he did a really good job at getting you guys kind of turned around for the second half of the season. And like I told Peyton, like I think a lot of people were kind of like underestimating or underlooking uh, Union as a whole. But then like you go out there, you upset Clarion, then you go in and upset DCC. That a lot of us even said in our playoff show like i think dcc might be the underdog to take down ecc but here it is uh six seated union there in the district nine championship yeah that was quite the run yeah what what kind of what, what kind of happened there in the championship game did you guys just like lose all the steam that you had in the first half or? Uh, so since we were up so big we were like we're gonna slow the ball down try to slow the ball down and we we can't do uh, we just got like our team's like fast paced, so we just gotta keep it keep it rolling. And then we just lost momentum, didn't hit any shots, and they just played good defense and had a good run. So, do you feel like this is kind of like a learning experience for you for next season now? Yeah, I'd say, I'd, yeah. And you have you guys have a lot coming back next year. I know you're losing Peyton and. Uh... Who else are you losing? Trey? Uh, Skyler. Skyler. Yeah, Skyler. I forgot about that. Yeah, is it just those two that you're losing next year? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so you're bringing back a lot of experience that from this year's team into next year. Yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, that's awesome for you guys. Um, what uh, what else was I, I was going to ask you another thing. 
forget what I was going to ask. Did I ask you the favorite memory? I can't even remember at this point. Uh, I don't know. I don't even. Yes. Yeah, I probably did. I, I don't know. I've been I've been doing all these interviews with everyone. I forget what I've been asking, but I'm glad that you were able to hop onto the show here and just talk a little bit about that comeback game of the year that Union is the winner of. Yeah. So I guess while you're on here, do you want to give any shout outs to anyone that's watching? I see you got a bunch of uh comments from some people. Uh uh yeah. Clayton Cook, yeah. Cook Bear. I don't know if that's appropriate to show, but <laughs> well, it's all right. It isn't. Well, oh, it's a it's a movie. Yeah. Is there is there a reason or is there like a backstory behind this that's uh, appropriate to talk about on air? Or? There's really no backstory. I just made my post at the end of the year, and then they just commented that, and then oh, I kind of like the nickname. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I dig it. I definitely I can see yeah. it. Yeah. Whenever I first saw you play, I saw you play in the. Uh, it was the Warren game earlier this year, and you were like hitting three after three. I'm like, damn, he's like really, really good as a big person. Like, I thought you were yeah. like going to be your cliche big or something, but here you are like hitting three pointers. And like, even in the championship game, you're knocking down those shots. So yeah. I feel like you're just one of those good all around. Do you feel like you're like one of those just players that can play any position that you're asked to play? Or Yeah, I feel I can. Yeah, definitely got a lot of big supporters that are tuning in right now. But uh, yeah, thanks thanks for hopping on for a couple minutes, Andrew. It really helps the show flow a little bit better now that I have someone to talk to besides me reading this stuff off by myself. So thanks thanks for thanks for hopping on, Xander, and good luck uh, good luck into next season. Thank you. All right, that was Xander Laughlin talking about our uh, the comeback game of the year we'll kind of announce some of our miscellaneous awards that we had so we'll start off with one of i'd say this is probably one of my favorites it is the best graphic designer award uh we had i didn't do the final four i just did everyone that's kind of like in our circle so our finalists were mo mcdonald from ecc graphics sergio satillo from d9 between the lines Henry Troop from Gator Graphics, Gus Harmon from Designs by Gus, and I think everyone knows who Caden Pago is from True Story Bro and Pago Graphics. And speaking of, I actually have, well, first off, I have our award winner. Pago is our best graphic designer. Let me add him onto the stream because I see that he's with us. Slow. What's going on, Pago? So, dude, how's your how's your power situation? <laughs> well, it's still out right now. I'm running off my uh, hotspot on my phone. So, okay. How how much percentage do you have so I don't keep you too long? Oh no, I'm chilling. We're good. Oh, you're chilling. All right, that's cool. So yeah, you're our uh, big graphic designer. Uh, I know you just had a big announcement that I followed, and I think a lot of people liked. But you did a little uh, little rebrand for the Pago Graphics page. Like, you want to talk a little bit about that? Oh, okay, so um, I'm going to start using that page more because, like, just the Red Bank stuff, like, I wasn't getting much from it. So I'm kind of, like, starting to use that page more and just starting to grow it. 
seems to be working out for you. I see you're getting a lot of Whippeal clients, Whippeal likes, and just a lot of lot more newer content you're breaking out, more of the southwestern part of Pennsylvania. So I think that's a really good market that you're hitting, especially with some of the likes and stud designs that you've been doing for those people, those athletes down in that area, and especially since I'm seeing they're resharing your stuff too. So what, what's that like to kind of break into a new market that you're kind of used not used to? Oh, it's crazy. I mean, like some of the athletes that like I'm like working with and like getting attention from is crazy. Like today I just had like Deshaun Jackson, like the like all pro NFL receiver back then, like my stuff and like it's it's just crazy. Yeah, and with uh with being if that uh Whipple thing, I mean you're not you're not uh far from like football season and you know, a lot of those Whippeals have produced a lot of NFL players, obviously. I mean, like, you got, like, Tyler Boyd was from the Whippeal. Uh, there's Kenny Pickett was – no, not Kenny Pickett. That's Pitt. Um, you, you know what I mean. There's a lot of Whippeal athletes that have gone to the NFL or or even played in uh, D1 sports. So that's – I think you're reaching a really good market with that. Yeah. So while you're on here, do you kind of want to just finish off the show with me so I have someone to talk to since my co-host all had uh, power outages issues? Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. So the one, where are we at? I think we're at Best Photographer. So the finalist for that was Anna Mativi from Dubois, Noah DiTulio, Sarah Haynes, Hunter Lyle, Cameron Hershey, and Allison Crow. This was probably the most... I'd say super evened out voting that we had from everyone, but our winner was Sarah Haynes from Brookville. She did a lot of the pictures for the BASD court club page on Instagram. And I know she does a lot of work with the Brookville seniors over there. So I don't know. You probably followed some of her pictures and stuff this year. Do you feel like that was a pretty good winner? Yeah, yeah. I every once in a while I'll pull up their like BASD backcourt page and just look at it, and sometimes I can get inspiration from it. So that's that's definitely a good one. Yeah, there was a this was tough. Like if I was had to vote for this one, like I know Anna does a lot of really good work for the Dubois athletes. I know Noah has been helping me out a lot, especially with football season this year, getting us like both of us some clarion pictures. Uh, even with basketball, I know he was at a couple. Uh, uh, Brookville games. He's had a couple Clarion games, a Keystone game. And then our boy Hunter Lyle up up north. He's kind of like our north rep that we have. He's got he got he was following all of Otto's run. He got a lot of pictures in, from the NTL that we don't really have access to. Like I know that yeah. that's probably one of the weaker markets that I have, and that me and you kind of talked about earlier last year during football season. Like we don't really have anything from our Smithports or Port Alleghenies or anything, but. Hunter Lyle definitely helped that out. Uh, Allison Crow, obviously, she really helped out with the AML teams this year for graphics. Like she got me a lot of good Brook uh, Ridgeway, Johnsonburg, Elk County boys and girls games. And Cameron Hershey, that's kind of newer to the photography stuff, he helped out with our monotop pictures. Um, meme page, I think you'll. You know, you probably know who's going to win this one. Uh, the, the, I figured I would add this award because I, I just 
it's hard for me not to see their stuff. It's all it always pops up. It's always Carn City memes or RBV memes or Monotaw memes. But our best uh, meme page is the RBV memes page. It's a good one right there. Yeah, I, I got some comments that uh, Carn City and Monitor were the OG meme pages, but those are kind of like your big four meme pages. That they're always posting interesting stuff per se. Uh, definitely yeah. recommend checking out their pages if you want to get a good laugh. Yeah, these meme pages are becoming a big thing. Yeah, it's not. It's not long before every. I know there's like some schools that try to do meme pages, but then they kind of just fizzle out. Yeah. I know Keystone. I think Keystone tried one. I know there's a bunch of like barstool pages, but while we're on that subject, we'll bring up the best content page. The finalist on the content page, we had D9 Between the Lines, Punksy Red Zone, ECCHS Student Section, Red Zone Highlights, Brockway Barstool, SMA Dutch Sports. So out of those ones, I know like you're probably like biased with like your stuff or whatever but like out of those ones that i named like what what would you say would probably be your favorite content page uh probably d9 between the lines i mean he like covers everything and he's his like stuff is actually becoming better and better like so i yeah i would say probably d9 between the lines yeah i would agree with that and uh 47 and a half percent of the voters agree with you D9 Between the Lines is our best content page of the 2023 basketball season. Yeah, I would have to agree with you. I, I've really enjoyed seeing how far they've come and yeah. honestly, like being where I'm at, you know, it's been cool seeing how far your work's progressed. It's cool seeing how far their work's progressed. Like even uh, our boy Gator Graphics, he's yeah. been doing really good with all his stuff. So really all of us content creators and graphic designers are really it's really cool to see. And now that you're now you're in that position where you can start seeing other people's growth. So welcome to yeah. welcome to that part of the life. Yeah. Uh, best student section. Our finalists were Brookville, Punxsutawney, Red Bank Valley, Carn City. I will say your Red Bank Valley did not vote as well as some other schools. They only had 15.2% of the votes, but it wasn't as bad as Carn City. Carn City had 9.8% votes. So they only had 313 votes. Red Bank had 486. Um, Punxsutawney had 631, but 55.3% and 1,769 people voted for Brookville. Brookville is our best student section yeah they definitely deserve it we played brookville this year and holy cow that was crazy that's how they were like every game that i went to this year like even like the punxsutawney game that i went to and the state game or whatever like they definitely put on a really good atmosphere yeah um that was our student section I think I've almost announced everything. I think I'm missing oh our fan of the year. Uh our fan of the year. I think this was this was really close to an anonymous, but <sighs> unfortunately he had he was a victim of our power outage. I really wanted to have have him on. I think everyone knows who it is. 
Lucas Haight from Brookville is our fan of the year. Let me pull up the graphic for it. Back to back, too. Back to back. I, yeah. Fan of the year, Lucas Haight. Unfortunately, he couldn't make it onto the show. I told him, I think I'm just going to name the award after him. Like, I feel like. Yeah. The Lucas Hate Fan of the Year Award. He had 3,647 votes for him, which is 74.1% of the votes. No yeah, one else crazy. That He was over. The next closest was Mary Grusky from Punxsutawney that only had 429 votes. Wow. So he had almost 3,000 votes on everyone else. That so I, I would say that's pretty close to anonymous, as you'd say. Mm-hmm. Out of the 4,920 responses, he had 3,647. So shout out, Lucas, if you're watching this. Uh, I, I miss I miss you on the show. I wish you could have made it on. But back-to-back champ, I think we're going to – like I said, I think we're going to name it the Lucas Hate Fan of the Year Award. Might as well. So we are down to the final four awards. I believe I have named everything else this year. Uh how about we'll just i'll do we'll do the coach of the year awards next so the coach of the year award finalists were aaron straub from ecc dalton park from brookville Derek francis from auto eldred and eric mortimer from union and everyone even i would agree with this one Derek francis from auto eldred is our boys coach of the year i think he did a really good job at getting them and they made it to the final four this year yeah shout out to the terrors they were kind of one of those teams i didn't really know much about going into the playoffs like i think you could probably say that too because like you guys didn't play any of those northern schools at all no so i think like the farthest down that auto even came they played dubois central but i don't know if they got to i don't think they played anywhere anyone else yeah, I don't think they played like any KSAC teams or anything. Yeah, I think it was uh yeah, like I said, I think it was DCC was the one Saturday game I get to. Uh yeah, so I think that was a pretty I think that was a well voted for one. Uh the girls side, the finalists were Kenny Pistner from ECC, Mike Carlson from Punxsutawney. Chris Edmonds from Red Bank and Sean Gray from Auto Eldred. And the coach of the year for the girls was another Auto Eldred coach. Sean Gray helped the Auto Eldred girls get the District 9 championship game after losing it the previous year. And they even made a good playoff run almost to the final four. So I think, what do you think about that selection? Oh, it's definitely well deserved. I mean, Whenever he was coach, like I went to the Red Bank and Auto Girls game, and whenever he was coaching them, he had so much energy. It was just fun to watch him. And he's a tall dude. I mean, yeah, yeah. I think it's well served. All right, so we have gotten down to. I think everyone. I think we've gotten through all the awards actually. So, have you been watching the whole show? Do you want me to recap with you real quick what we got? Yeah. Before we announce the last two. All right. We'll just go right through the list because I have our final guest coming on. So our sharpshooter award from the boys was Peyton Johnston from Union. Sharpshooter girls was Quinn White from Red Bank. 
Best sixth for the boys was Isaac Hetrick from Brookville. Best sixth from the girls was Kate Reinhardt from Otto Eldred. Best drip on the boys' side was Micah Rupp from Carn City. Best drip girls was Sophia Flieger from Monotaw. Best handles from the boys was Connor Marshall from Brookville. Addie Bond won the best handles award for the girls' side. Best player intro for the boys was Peyton Johnston and Trent Fleming from Union. Uh, best player intro for the girls was Alexis Pfeiffer from Dubois. The block party award for the boys went to Aaron Straub from ECC. And block party for the girls was Emily Maurer from ECC. Best individual game on the boys' side was Owen Klaus from Red Bank with his 31-point game against, was it AC Valley? Yeah. AC Valley, that's right. Best individual game on the girls was Natalie Bowser's 1,000-rebound, 1,000-point game. Dynamic duo for the boys was Clayton Cook and Connor Marshall from Brookville. The girls' dynamic duo was Miley Harmon and Olivia Huffman from Red Bank. Bench player of the year for the boys, Chris Sarvey from CL. Bench player of the girl bench player of the year for the girls was Riley Evans from Red Bank. Freshman of the year boys was Maddox Bennett from Dubois. Freshman of the year girls was Miley Marley Klein from Clarion. Sophomore of the year from the boys, Keelan Haynes from Brookville. Sophomore of the year girls was Sophie Babington from Clarion. Junior of the year. For the boys was Andrew Green from DCC. Junior of the year for the girls was Catherine Kelly from Monotaw. Senior of the year for the boys was Cole Miller from Clearfield. Senior of the year girls was Olivia Huffman from Red Bank. Aiden Hartle was the boys offensive player of the year. Miley Harmon was the offensive player of the year for the girls. Jack Pete was the defensive player of the year for the boys. Brooke Close, defensive player of the year for the girls. Coach of the Year, Derek Francis from Otto Eldred. Coach of the Year, Girls, Sean Gray from Otto Eldred. Comeback Game of the Year for the boys was Union versus DCC. Comeback Game of the Year for the girls was Punksy versus St. Mary's. Brookville versus Seton LaSalle was the boys' Game of the Year. Red Bank versus Otto was the girls' Game of the Year. Brookville's the boys' Team of the Year. Red Bank, girls' Team of the Year. Pago is our best graphic designer. Sarah Haynes is our best photographer. RBV Memes is our best meme page. D9 Between the Lines is our best content page. Brookville is our best student section. Lucas Haight is the almost unanimous fan of the year. All right. Any? Uh, do you think there's any snubs there? Do you feel like these are all pretty like legitimate, legitimate awards? <laughs> Oh, I mean, like, there's definitely, like, everybody deserved, like, everything they won. But, like, a few of those, like, not being biased. Well, being biased, but, like, <laughs> at the same time, not, I would say, like, some of them deserve more than one. But mm -hmm. I know, like, you can't really do that because, like... Yeah, I, I, I would have lo loved to maybe have some extra awards for some people, but... I kind of wanted to do this award thing, try to get like all the schools involved, all the players, like more, like the more players, the better that I can kind of reach the brand out to just to kind of just spread the, spread the wealth, I guess, per se. Yeah. Like, like I said, a lot of these finals were definitely like tough votes, I would say, but 
granted, I also gave a couple people some extra chances to win different awards in case they didn't win that other one. Like you saw, like Clayton Cook was had a couple nominations, like Miley had a couple nominations, and yeah. but the final two <clears throat> final two awards we have is the most valuable player awards uh, for the boys side. Our finalists were. Jordan Heston from Clarion Limestone, Adam Straub from Elk County Catholic, Landon Francis from Otto Eldred, and Clayton Cook from Brookville. Our boys MVP, none other than Clayton Cook from Brookville. And we actually have Clayton on with us right now, so we'll add him here. What's up, Clayton? Not much. Big uh, big MVP award this year. I know it's kind of an upgrade from last year's. I think he won the Block Party Award last year. Um, I'm not too sure. I don't really remember, but maybe. I was in the nomination, at least. I know that. Yeah, I, I can't remember who won. I don't even remember who won that year. But you got a lot of, a lot of people voted for you as MVP. I know you had a lot of other nominations for some other awards, but how I kind of broke that tiebreaker was just take the votes and you had 727 votes and 41.2% of the votes for you as our MVP. Awesome. So I, I think, uh, I think the MVP definitely is very well-deserving, especially after the season that you had, like you were in that nominations for like one of the game, like uh, best individual performance. Obviously you had that, the big uh, buzzer beater three pointer, against Seton LaSalle in the state playoff game. And actually, here, we'll just do this while you're here. Is there, a, is there a game that even tops that for you in your career? Or is that like, that's it? That's like the not, moment. Not even close, honestly. I mean, like earlier you said about the oil city game like that was my best like statistic game ever but i mean that doesn't compare like the atmosphere that many people a state playoff game it was crazy like i get chills still watching it like every time yeah i've seen a lot of really good basketball games in the handful of years that i've been covering that but i think that one that one's gonna be hard to top because the game before that that I that I really enjoyed was the Cowdersport Shady Side game. This was back in like 2017. I don't know if you remember uh, uh, what's his name, Owen Chambers. Do you remember him from Cowdersport? Yeah, he actually played a game at Brookville too that year. I'm pretty sure. Oh, so. Okay, yeah, that was before then. That was my favorite game because he hit that buzzer beater shot to win the game. But I think yours kind of tops the cake only because. It was an overtime home court advantage. You had the, all the student sections rush the court. Like their game, their game that he hit that was at a neutral site. So it kind of wasn't the same as being in your home court advantage, having that type of atmosphere around you. And I'm like watching that game, like, wow, I can't believe I just saw that. And yeah, unfortunately, I, mean, I didn't. It was, it was crazy. Like as soon as the it went in, I was just like, did that just happen? And then I kind of started going the opposite way and the whole, I just see like a sea of white following me in this crazy. Yeah, that's uh that's like moments and stuff that you see on TVs and movies and stuff. And it couldn't have happened for a better person, especially after uh you got you missed that one shot in regulation that would have won the game and you kind of yeah. redeemed yourself 
redeem yourself them even better. Not like technically like a good shot, but it's like one of those like it it, it worked. It counted. Yeah, I mean the shot before I was wide open, set perfect, like actually in range, like right on the three point line, and it felt so good. Hit back rim, and I was just like thinking in my head right after I missed that walking to the bench, like what if I would have made that? How crazy that would have been. And I got it in like an even better situation. Yeah, and that was a that was a heck of a game by you guys too. Like I think uh, what was it? Was it like that like six zero run or something that you had in the. The span yeah. of like 20 seconds. Yeah, we started pressing, and I mean, that might have been even louder than the buzzer beater. The crowd, when we were on that run, getting those steals mm-hmm. off the press, that like we just executed that perfectly. That's what really won us the game. Yeah, that was that was a huge turning point in that game. I remember, I don't know, did they try to call timeout or something after that? Because I remember, like, it looked like you guys were all going to the bench. They were still playing the game, but it was just so loud in there. I didn't even know what. Yeah, was. It, after the after the run, um, they in, they actually inbounded the ball, and there was like an inadvertent whistle or something because the crowd was so loud. But I I don't know, like nobody heard the whistle, so some of us kept playing, some of us heard the whistle and stopped. So. Yeah, that's uh, like I said, that's gonna be a game I'm I'm probably never gonna forget, and I'll always probably play that clip and stuff for years to come. And I'm glad you could be you were a part of that. And unfortunately, I didn't get any pictures of you actually getting the shot part just because of the angle and stuff that you guys were at. But I got the whole aftermath of that. Uh, yeah. The other award that you won was the Dynamic Duo Award. Do you want to kind of talk about your friendship with Connor that you got that award with? Um, yeah, I mean, me and Connor, outside of basketball, we've been friends forever. I mean, like five years old. And um, basically, Connor is only – not a lot of people know this. He's only been playing basketball since seventh grade. And, like, how – like, he won the ball handling award and how you get your handles that good and just, like, four years is crazy to me. He works so hard. And me and him, like, we're basically, like, workout partners. We've – the past couple of years, we've just seen Brookfield's success, and we thought it was a big thing we wanted to do to try to lead this year. Seems like he's frozen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh there we go he's back yeah all right i think i'm back <laughs> you guys still, are you guys all there yeah. yeah okay i my lights literally flickered and i just lost it for a very brief second Almost made it the whole show. I went a whole hour and 50-some minutes without having any technical difficulties, and now I finally had some technical difficulties. Still issues.
All right. Well, <laughs> do we wait? Uh, I guess so. Not too sure, honestly. On the last award. Yeah. That's he just texted me and said I, he has to use his hotspot, so I guess we just got to wait. All right. All right, sorry guys. No, that's all good. I made jokes about uh, people losing power and stuff, and then my lights flicker one time, and it had to ruin my entire Wi-Fi group that I had. Anyways, I don't even remember what I was asking you guys, but um, it went out like as soon as I was talking about the duo thing with Connor. Did you get to that? I, I'm not gonna have you repeat it because you probably. Yeah, I did. And then I kind of noticed that your screen was frozen. All right, so that's good. That's good that we're back. So of course, I, of course, I couldn't make it the whole show without it. I had to have it right at the end. But I don't know, Caden. Do you have any questions you wanted to ask Clayton while we're here? Oh no, I think you covered everything. All right. Well, Clayton, you'll be in the YMCA game tomorrow. Yep. All right. So I get uh, get one more game with you tomorrow. So hopefully you'll go off again for the game tomorrow that I see. Maybe another buzzer beater. Hopefully it's not that close, but yeah. we'll, we'll have to yeah. see. Who, who's all? Who's all in your team? I didn't get. I forget who's all in the, each other's roster and stuff oh, right now. Put me on the spot. Uh, give me a second. I can't remember all off the top of my head. I haven't played with a lot of these kids, but um, I have Luke Swisher, Peyton Johnston. Aaron Sorg, Micah Rupp, Wyatt Lukenhouse, Camden Allison, Preston Alfiari, I believe, Parks Ordaway, and Cam Van Warmer. Okay. Sounds like a pretty good team that you got there. Yeah, I tried to get a good amount of shooters, so that usually pairs well with me. There you go. Just pick up all the rebounds and stuff that they missed and maybe get a couple more extras with yourself. And But, yeah, being our – uh, MVP this year that carries a lot of weight with the JP Graphics Award. So congrats on the MVP and the Dynamic Duo Award that you got with Connor. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for dealing with my technical difficulties that I had. Yeah, no problem. 
All right. I'll catch you tomorrow. Thanks for hopping on and congrats on the win, uh, award. Yep. Thank you guys. Yep. All right, Caden. Sorry about my technical difficulties, but we got one more, one more award left to announce. That is our girls MVP and the finalists that we had for the girls MVP. This was probably the toughest one. I'd say that the voters had to vote for uh, the finalists were Katie Sheeler from Auto Eldred. Miley Harmon from Red Bank, Olivia Huffman from Red Bank, and Chloe Presloid from Punxsutawney. Yeah, didn't she say this was the closest one throughout the end? This this was the closest one. I'm gonna I'm trying to pull up. I'm trying to get everything pulled back up that I had. Now, granted, it's also my fault that I probably lost because I had like six different tabs open with statistics <laughs> and different notes that I tried to read, but the let me pull up the numbers here. This was the winner had 38.2% of the votes. 24.4 was the second, 22.5, and then 14.9 was the fourth place person. So the winner of this award, who could not make it onto the show, our MVP girl was Katie Sheeler from Auto Eldred. I think uh, I think Katie had a pretty good, well pretty good, really, very well deserved. Uh, got her team to the Elite Eight, won the District Nine Championship game with a comeback win after losing it to that team the previous year, and. Like you got to see Katie play this year against Red Bank this year. Like, what'd you think of her game that she played? Oh man, she could shoot the ball. I'll tell you that. She was like pulling from the logo and just draining them. I mean, she she's good. Yeah, I think that that was one of the highlights that I actually had on the video. I think that was like whenever they were like making their comeback, I remember she had yeah. that D three that she had, but she has a really nice touch with the three. Like all of her threes had, they have like the high arc to them, mm -hmm. but it's like that perfect. It's like that perfect switch that you always aim for whenever she makes her threes. Yeah. It's like that one that I think tied the game. Like I remember the ball was in the air for like five seconds. Everybody was just like watching it. It was crazy. Yeah. So unfortunately she couldn't make it onto the show, but she will be at the YMCA game tomorrow. Are you making it out? Are you making the trip up to Clarion tomorrow for the YMCA uh, game? I probably won't be now. Okay, I think that'll be a that should be a pretty pretty good game, I'd say. Yeah. Do you what do you what do you have for betting props? We can kind of bet on this game. <laughs> I'd have to hear the teams. All right. Uh, so I think. Hold on, let me pull up. I feel like Chris probably has a story on it somewhere. This is basically the end of the show, so now we can kind of just talk about whatever yeah. and until my power goes out again or something like that. <laughs> I'm just um, back on. How long do you think it'll take till yours gets back on? Well, it's been out since like one, so it's, it'll probably be out all night. All right, so uh, someone's asking who won the 
Katie Sheeler from Auto Eldred won the girls MVP. I completely forgot to post any of these comments, but oh well. All right, so we'll start off with the boys. So we're talking about the YMCA All-Star Game tomorrow for those who are still with us on the award show. Uh, Clayton just kind of announced what his team was. So on Team Cook, we have Clayton Cook from Brookville, Camden Allison, Cameron County, Luke Swisher from Dubois Central Catholic, Wyatt Lookinghouse from Eisenhower, will be unable to play due to injury, was in quotation marks. So he's down, Clayton's down a player already. Michael Rupp from Carn City, Cam Van Warmer from Oil City, Aaron Sorg from Ridgeway, Preston Al Ferrey from Smithport, Peyton Johnston from Union, Parks Ordway from Warren. Coaches are Zach Keppel from Carn City and Chris Greco from Segertown. Chosen but will not participate due to a scheduling conflict. I think he has a pretty good, well built, well put together team. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. I don't know. Have you seen Parks Ordway play from Warren at all? I watched one Warren game. It was like their, uh, I think it was a state game. I don't know. I watched it, but I don't. I don't remember him sticking out to me though. Like, I mean, I, I always see him play against. So the last two years, actually, like I know I don't follow D ten teams a lot, but. Warren just kind of happens to be in that team that always plays in that Brookville tournament at the beginning of the year. Yeah. And then they always play Dubois on a weekend during like January or whatever. So I've gotten to see him play the last couple of years and I really like how I really like how he plays. I know he's really good at shooting the three ball, driving in and scoring. So I think uh, Team Cook has a pretty good uh, team built together. Uh, his opponent is Team Hartle. So you have Aiden Hartle from North Clarion, Jordan Heston from Clarion Limestone, Cole Miller from Clearfield, Brendan Paisley from DCC, Adam Straub from ECC, Austin Cousins from Otto Eldred, Dondre Whitman from Rocky Grove, Connor Finch from Sheffield, Tanner Fox from St. Mary's, and Brady Greco from Segertown, chosen but will not participate due to a scheduling conflict. So just based off of the names that we know from here, what do you think this game is going to be like? Well, personally, I I got Aiden Hartle's team. I think it's a little bit better. Yeah, I think. I mean, you got a. Yeah, that's a really good. I'm that's a lot. That's ASAP kids though. <laughs> that's a lot of high scoring players you got there. I mean, you got Cole Miller and Aiden Hartle, which were probably like I think you're like yeah. one two or top five scoring right there. Uh, Adam Straub's obviously really good on both ends of the ball. Yeah. Brandon Paisley's really good for DCC. Jordan Heston's really good from CL. Yeah. Austin Cousins was really good for Otto Eldred. Not to take away anyone from Clayton's team, but that's a yeah. I think that's a pretty loaded offensive team that they have. Yeah, I'd give me Hartle's team by like ten or fifteen. Okay, so we got Team Hartle. Ten and a, under ten and a half, minus ten and a half. Yeah. Okay. Uh, coaches from oh, I forgot to say coaches from Team Harrell. We have Mike Brown from North Clarion and Eric Herzing from Ridgeway. So Caden oh, yeah. Caden has Team Harrell minus ten and a half. Uh, let's go. We'll predict some of the girls' team. So 
on Team Sheeler, we have Katie Sheeler, Anna Mary, and Brooke Close from Auto Eldred. So you basically have three of Auto's starting five out there. Uh, Madeline Schmader from Brockway, Mackenzie Yank from Cambridge Springs, Emma Chambers from Cowdersport, Emma Daly from Horn City, Natalie Bowser from Keatstone, Rebecca Martin from Northern Potter, and Abby Lutz from Smithport. Coaches are Andy Traster from Keystone and Sean Gray from Otto Eldred. So you basically got Otto Eldred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got the deluxe. You got Otto Eldred and friends for that team. Yeah. Now for, for the other team, Team Huffman, we have Olivia Huffman from Red Bank, Kaylin Rierick from Red Bank, Riley Ryan from Clearfield, Madison Rusnicka from Dubois, Faith Jacob from Dubois Central Catholic, Bella Marino from Eisenhower. She will not participate due to a scheduling conflict. Lauren Lutz from North Clarion, Evan Stauffer from Port Allegheny, Chloe Presloyd from Punxsutawney, Izzy Catalone from St. Mary's. Coaches are Dubois Central's Jordan Hoover and Michael Franciscus from St. Mary's. Oh my, this game's going to be a dogfight. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to take Hoffman's team by, let's say, minus three and a half. Okay, so we got Team Hoffman minus three and a half for this game. I you're I, this one's really tough for me. Like, I don't know. This is basically like uh, this is almost close to like the Auto Red Bank game we had we had earlier this year. Like, I think that's going to yeah. be a super super close game. I mean, for obviously, like you said, you basically had an elite eight finalist team right there when you have three of the five starting five yeah. from a team on there. Uh, like, obviously, like. I don't really know much about these D10 players that are on there. Like, I don't really know much about Mackenzie Yank from Cambridge Springs. I know of, uh, I know our other girl. I don't really know much about Abby Lutz from Smithport since that wasn't really a yeah. team that I followed that much. Uh, I don't know. I like, uh, I like Team Huffman's also just because you got, you got Olivia on the team, Lauren Lutz from North Clarion. So, right there is your one, two big punch yeah. down low. And yep. then you have your shooters out there. You got, Izzy Catalone and Madison from Dubois, Riley Ryan from Clearfield. Yeah, that's uh I don't know. That's that's a close one. I really like that minus three and a half there. So Yeah, it's it's gonna be a close game, I'll tell you that. I think that that might be the best. I don't know. Do you think that'll be the best game of the day, or do you think the boys game will be the best game of the day? Oh, definitely the girls. Yeah, I think that's going to be super close. And that game is at, I believe, 2 p.m. is the girls' game and 3.45 is the boys' game. Games will be broadcasted on YDL Sports Network via T9 and 10 Sports and all of YDL Sports Network social media channels. Both games will feature four 10-minute quarters. Teams were chosen from the best seniors in District 9 and select District 10 schools by the staff of YDL Sports Network in consultation with select coaches from both districts. Keep in mind I did not get uh I did not get to vote for anyone, so 
I'm not part of that. I wasn't part of the voting staff part. But what I will do is, since I didn't give out any of my personal awards, I am going to put together a list of uh, JB's first team all-stars type of deal thing, kind of like how your local newspapers normally do, like your first team, second team, third team thing yeah. or whatever. So I'll kind of throw together my own personal biased, unbiased picks here in the next couple of days. So that'll probably be the last basketball related post that I'll have after the YMCA game. And I guess we're on to spring sports season. Baseball on track. Yeah, have you, uh, have you done any, got any uh, idea who's going to be good in any of those sports? Oh man. Is Red, Red Bank going to be good? Yeah, yeah. Red Bank Baseball. They're, uh, last year, they made it to the district final and lost to Johnsonburg, I'm pretty sure. And we only lost Bryson, just him and a couple other seniors. So we're, we don't we didn't really lose that much. But, yeah, I'm sure we'll make another big run here. Yeah. Weather pending, I should be able to make it to that Red Bank Dubois Central game that's happening on the weekend. I think it's like uh, April 21st, maybe 22nd, I think. Somewhere in that range, I believe. Uh, I get a DCC and Red Bank Valley matchup that I'll be at. Yeah, I'll probably have to make it out to that one too. I think that'll be a really good game. And the defending champs are actually off to an 0 2 start this year. Oh, no, I saw that. But granted, it's also the beginning of the season, and yeah, I'm sure they'll. Chris Harvey says CL baseball is going to be really good this year. Yeah, they will. Yeah. So that that's really all I got for this award show. I mean, didn't get as many guests as I would have liked, but I also had to finagle all the weather and power outages, and hopefully your power comes back on here soon. <sighs> yeah, we'll see. I'm hoping mine doesn't mess with me again i mean i already had that issue but um any last shout outs and stuff you want to give up before we sign off probably not no all right well for me go follow go follow pago for the graphics page you got the link links out there uh, you saw it on the post where's that i'll pull it up one more time for the people that are still with us they can look at it i can't even find it anymore i have so many on here Go follow our best graphic designer. Shout out to everyone who tuned in to the second ever JB Graphics District 9 Basketball Awards show. We'll be back at it next year again. Follow here at JB Graphics, JB underscore graphics, two underscores. Shout out to all of our award winners. I'll start posting on the instagram i might as well just post should i just should i post them in groups or should i just post them all individually i'd say individually all right that's what i'm probably gonna do so i guess be prepared to get a bombardment of jb graphics post for everyone who missed the show for everyone who was on the show and our guests that we had thank you for hopping on caden thanks for helping me co-host the last part since my other co-hosts could not with their power issues so this wasn't the bestest of shows that we could have done, I guess. I, I feel like it was better planned out in my head than it actually happened, but I think it went, I thought it went pretty smooth. Yeah, other than the time that you uh, 
<laughs> yeah, besides besides the time that I got kicked out of my own show. So yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Caden. Thanks for hopping on. Thanks no for problem. helping out with this show. Keep up with the good graphics. And if you're not, if everyone who's watching, still watching, doesn't follow the page, I think you definitely should go follow the page. Go follow Pagio Graphics. Shout out to all the fans who helped make the show happen. Because, like I said, all of these nine, I'd say about ninety percent of these awards were all voted by the fans like you remember that post that i put out like what kind of awards you want to see yeah like i, I didn't like all the misc awards we never did before the class awards i think we only had like 10 or 11 awards last year like i didn't have that many for the first ever show so i don't know if we get bigger we downsize next year but definitely tune in next year for the award show the JB graphics download will be back at some point i know i keep saying i'm gonna try to do it weekly but it hasn't happened yet. We're so, I guess keep I guess keep following it for whenever we get to the next one, and hopefully everyone's power returns. Uh, like I said, follow the graphics page. Go buy some JB Graphics merch at shopjbmerch.com. Other than that, I don't have anything else. Happy Awards Day! Happy April Fool's Day! This was not an April Fool's joke. Everyone who won these awards did win their awards. So that's all I got from yeah that's it thanks Caden yep no problem thanks everyone who tuned in we are done once I find my outro